Good morning. The Loudoun County School System has put off updating its textbooks for several years. Last year, they started catching up with new math textbooks, but those ended up showing up after the school year had already begun. So this year, they're hoping to get it right. For Friday, November 2nd, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Northern Virginia's premier indoor beer festival is back. Saturday, November 3rd, more than 25 breweries will be at Hangarfest. Hang out inside the ProJet Aviation Hangar at Leesburg Airport and try the latest collaboration from along the Loco Ale Trail, a Saison to benefit hero homes, building homes for veterans. It's Hangarfest this Saturday, November 3rd at Leesburg Executive Airport. Visit LocoAleTrail.com for tickets and more information. That's LocoAleTrail.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Loudoun County Public Schools Department of Instruction has begun the five-month process of researching and reviewing new textbooks to get ready for a school board vote in March on adopting new teaching materials. After several years of not updating the county's public school textbooks, last year the school system bought new math books. The only problem was many of them arrived after the school year had already begun. School Board Chairman Jeff Morse wanted to know if that was going to be a problem again. Assistant Superintendent of Instruction Ashley Ellis said this year they've started earlier and improved their process. So here's the plan. Last month, the school system issued a request for proposals for new social science and global studies textbooks. By next week, social science and global studies department chairs will go through the answers to cut out the ones that don't meet the school system's needs and make a short list. Within the next couple of weeks, school administration staff will create a steering committee to review the materials on the shortlist and in January get presentations from publishers. By mid-January, those textbooks and other learning resources will be on display in school buildings where teachers, administrators, and parents can comment on what they see. The school board is scheduled to make a decision on which to use in late March. School board members also want to know if they could update more than one subject at a time. Ellis advised against that, saying the Virginia Department of Education's textbook guidelines take a lot of time and effort to keep up with. So for core subjects like math, reading, or social science, she said it's not a good idea. But for some other topics like world languages, she said it might be possible. School board member Eric Hornberger agreed that might be a good idea. At a meeting earlier in October, middle school world languages teacher Andrea Weisskopf told the board the world languages textbooks are outdated, specifically the Latin textbooks that describe slaves as lazy and not smart. Morse asked school staff to come up with a schedule to show the school board and public when instructional materials are getting updated and to show that they're getting into a cycle. We've got a link in the story on our website to follow along with the adoption process on these new textbooks, so go to loudonnow.com slash morningminute to check out the whole story. In other news, a 35-year-old man from Alexandria will be indicted on two counts of first-degree murder after a preliminary hearing Wednesday that gave the public its first look into what first responders found when they responded to reports of an active shooter at a hookah bar in Sterling in the early morning hours of Monday, May 14th. Hassan Gailani is charged with two counts of first-degree murder and use of a firearm in the commission of a felony in the shooting deaths of Ahmed Osman, 35, of Sterling, and Murtada Marof, 40, of Herndon, 
at Faro Cafe. And statements he made after his arrest suggest he may not have meant to kill one of the people he is accused of murdering. In a press release announcing the arrest, the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office said Guy Lining was apprehended in his vehicle as he tried to leave the area. But sheriff's deputies in the hearing Wednesday testified that Guy Lining was outside of his vehicle and already had his hands up when the hookah lounge's manager pointed him out to them outside of the business. Deputy Jordan Leverich, the first on the scene, described finding two people inside laying in a pool of blood. One of them, Osman, was already dead. The other, Marof, was moaning and rolling around on the ground. After going back outside to help arrest Gailani, who deputies said was completely cooperative, Leverich returned to try to give Marof first aid. He said about 20 minutes passed between when he arrived and when emergency medical providers got there. Firefighter paramedic Tyler Moxley testified that when he arrived, he immediately went to help Marof, made more difficult because the man covered in sweat was moving rapidly and ripped off a blood pressure cuff. First responders moved him to an ambulance, but about a minute later, Marof went limp and stopped breathing. Moxley said he never saw him move again. The second deputy on the scene, Justin Denton, was wearing a body camera, and some of the footage from that camera was shown in court. Much of the audio from that recording is missing or unintelligible, but it also captures the first time police questioned Gailani in the back of a cruiser after the arrest. In that video, Gailani appears to admit being the shooter and tells deputies the gun is in the car. Investigators later found a pistol in a rented Kia Soul that was found about a half mile away. The key to that Kia was inside a Toyota Camry near where Gailani was arrested and which apparently belonged to him. Detective Mark Bush testified he took Gailani before the magistrate at the county jail. There, he said, Gailani asked who was the second person who was shot, Marof, and how he was, and his eyes welled up with tears when he was told Marof was dead. He later asked how he could be charged with first-degree murder for someone he didn't mean to kill. Gailani is scheduled to be indicted before a grand jury on Tuesday, November 20th. Check your doorsteps this week, and many homes in Loudoun County will receive a Scouting for Food post-it note with directions to help replenish the stockrooms of eight local food pantries. Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, and Venture Scouts of the Goose Creek District of the National Capital Area Council, meaning here in Loudoun, take to the neighborhoods every November for Scouting for Food. The mission is to collect food for needy families. If you got a post-it note, the Scouts will be back Saturday, November 10th, to pick up the filled bags of non-perishable items and deliver them to collection sites around the county. And homegrown Loudoun business Belfort Furniture is hosting the Property Brothers, Drew and Jonathan Scott, Amish furniture builder Daniel Yoder and a new wine bower from Stone Tower at the grand opening of its new showroom. They've got an idea to make uh, furniture shopping an experience. Read about what they're doing and how you can go check it out on the story on our website and get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, Lost Rhino Brewing Company in Ashburn is hosting a Dia de los Muertos party tonight with live music, food, a costume contest, and much more. It's from 4 to 10 p.m. tonight. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, dile a todos tus amigos y suscríbete en cualquier lugar donde obtengas tus podcasts y te estará esperando cada mañana. Okay, have a great weekend. And have a great day.